Supreme Lord as Mahapurusha, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Arjuna also saw Krishna in this way. Therefore, he told the Lord, Param Brahma Param Dhamma Pavitram Paramam Bhavan Purusham Sashvatam Divyam. You are the Supreme Brahman, the ultimate, the supreme abode and purifier, the absolute truth and the eternal divine person. The Lord is Param Purusha, the supreme form, Purusham Sashvatam. He is everlastingly the supreme enjoyer. It is not that the impersonal Brahman assume a form. On the contrary, the impersonal Brahman, effulgence, is an emanation from the supreme form of the Lord. Upon being purified, Brahma could see the supreme form of the Lord. The impersonal Brahman cannot have heads, nose, ears, hands, and necks. This is not possible, for those are attributed of the Lord's form. The word mayamayam means spiritual knowledge. This is explained by Madhvacharya. Mayamayam gana sarupam. The word mayamayam, describing the Lord's form, should not be taken to mean illusion. Rather, the Lord's form is factual. Seeing this form is the result of perfect knowledge. This is confirmed in Bhagavad Gita. Bahunam janmanam ante ganamam mam prapadate. The word ganavan refers to one who is perfectly in knowledge. Such a person can see the personality of Godhead, and therefore he, refer, he surrenders unto the Lord. The Lord's being symptomized by a face, nose, ears, and so on, and eternal. Without such a form, no one can uh, be blissful. The Lord, however, is Sachidananda Vigraha, as stated in the Shastra. Ishara Parama Krishna Sachidananda Vigraha. When one is in perfect transcendental bliss, he can see the Lord's supreme form, Vigraha. In this regard, Srila Madhvacharya says, Gandha Kya Devata Yadvat Prithivam Vepya Tishthati Hevam Vyaptam Jagat Vishnum Brahmatma Stam Dadarshaha. Lord Brahma saw that is that as aroma and colors spread throughout the earth, the Supreme Personality of Godhead pervades their cosmic manifestation in a subtle form. So here the Lord's form, Supreme Lord forms, are very nicely described. One thing we can understand from this purport is that uh, Prabhupada actually explained that also to clarify that when we see the Lord, He is full of the transcendental qualities. Why? Because He has a form. This has to be very clearly understood because some people say God is impersonal. So why is it said here that Lord has eyes, face, nose, ears, legs, thighs, right in this verse, in the, in the verse? Because the Lord, he has a form, just like you have a form. 
How can he be impersonal when he is described here that he has transcendental form? Sachidananda Vigraha. Ishara Parama Krishna Sachidananda. He explained, Brahma explaining that the Lord is full of the transcendental qualities. Those who has the form, then the description is given here that the Lord has all the qualities because he has a form. Understand? Of course, our form and the Lord's form, there's a difference, big difference, because the Lord's form is Satchitananda, is eternal, transcendental knowledge, full of bliss, and eternal. That's the difference. We have a form, he has a form. The difference is that his form is spiritual, it's transcendental. That's what Prabhupada is explaining. So when you can actually understand this clearly, that is knowledge. When, it's perf when one is in perfect knowledge, uh, transcendental knowledge, bliss, he can see the Lord's supreme form, Vigraha, in this regard. So that's why Madhvacharya explains here. Further explains that the Lord's Lord Brahma saw that as aroma and colors spreading throughout the earth. The Supreme Personality of Godhead parades the cosmic manifestation in a subtle form. So when you see the, the world around us, the ocean, the mountains, the rivers, the vast universe, this is his form. This is his impersonal form. His manifestation. This is how a devotee sees. When we see material things, we know this is Krishna's creation. Anything that we perceive with our, a devotee perceives, he knows this is, this is all the Lord's form. This is all, it's, it's Krishna's manifestation. It's Krishna's expansion. This is how we know. We're not, we're in knowledge. A person in knowledge, he knows that all the material creation is simply Krishna's creation. It's his expansion, material expansion. Nonetheless, it's Krishna's. Maya, Dakshana, Prakriti. The material nature, Prakriti, material nature is his creation. This is confirmed in Bhagavad Gita. Bahunam Janmanamante, Gyanavan Maam Prapadyate. The word Ganavan refers to one who is perfectly in knowledge. Person who is in knowledge, he knows all the things that we perceive, a devotee perceives, he sees that is all, it's all an emanation from Krishna. It's Krishna's form, it's material form. Just like we have hair, legs, nails, hands. That's part of the material body that we are sitting in. Even though it's material, it's Krishna's material creation. This material world is Krishna's creation. It's not your. That is Jnana. Jnana man man prapadyate. When you can understand this clearly, 
that this is an emanation of Krishna's form. Then, when you are fixed in knowledge, then we will surrender to Krishna. Prapadyate. It's not that people who surrender to Krishna, they are fools. Hey, no playing around. When we surrender to Krishna, it's because we are in knowledge. We understand that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. We are surrendering to Krishna out of knowledge. Not just we surrender to some form. A doll. We are not wasting our time here. Every day we are cooking for Krishna, so many offerings. We have this temple. It costs money to run this place. Just to worship a doll? It's not like Vishagan, Visarjan. They have the Ganesh Puja for nine days or something and then they throw them in the river. Have you seen that? They had it a couple of months ago. They have Ganesh Puja, beautiful Ganesh Didi, and they worship them for five days or something. And then they do Visarjan, which means they dump them in the ceremony in the river. Big piles of Ganesh Murti and, and Durga. This gala goes all in the river. We be doing all this deity worship. It, this is all. It's a, it's a very big uh, work. You know, to have money, to run this place. So much work goes behind to maintain the deity. Cook for them. So many things. Why? Because the deity is there. Krishna is there in that form. We're not wasting our time here. People say like that, why are you worshipping doll? When I get a job, you get a better life. Like this. We are doing because it's mentioned here. This is what we are meant to do. We worship Krishna because Krishna is there in the form. He's accepting our worship. He's accepting our service. Such a person can see the person of God and therefore he surrenders unto the Lord. The Lord's being symptomized by a face, nose, ears, and, and so on is eternal. Without such a form, no one can be blissful. That's a very important thing. How can you be happy worshipping a form? And Prabhupada explains here, blissful. One is blissful by worshipping a form. How is the connection? He worshiped the form and he is blissful. He's not, he's not dealing with you. How you can be blissful by worshiping a form? He didn't say, oh, thank you. There's no respond. We offer the food, he comes back just as it is. As it is, just like he put it in, looks the same. Looks like he hasn't even touched it. So where is the, the feedback? How do we know? Well, someone may say, you worship, you, you're worshipping a doll, you're wasting a time. There's no, there's nothing, you're not getting any feedback from the deity. And so how, Prabhupada explains, without such a form, no one can be blissful. So, we worship the deity, chant in front of them, and worship them with flowers and incense and all kinds of paraphernalia, dress them, offer them food, 
So much work goes in. And you didn't get a feedback. People say like that. And then, and then at the end, Prabhupada explains here, you'll be blissful by worshipping such a form. Like if I'm talking to you, and you look the other way, that means you're not listening. So we are talking to each other, there is, there is feedback, and there is receptivity. There is connection. I say, ha ha, TK, thank you. Like we're talking to each other. So when he chanted Hare Krishna in front of the deity, he didn't say, come off the altar, he said, oh, thank you for singing for me. Just like when people get initiated. Or people get initiated. You know, they thank the guru for taking them as disciples. All right? And so, if the guru is not here, he's doing the puja online from somewhere. Then they see each other because of the technology or due to some COVID or something. They can't, they can't be here. So there's receptivity. So how do we know that the Lord is, is, is accepting a service? That's a big question. You know, we all want, we all want a feedback. We all want a result. We all want someone to pat in your back. Thank you, Prabhu. Isn't it? If I cook for you all day, and then he didn't even thank me, how do I feel? Uh, you know, any intelligent person, they understand that there is always a receptivity, everything that we do. Unless you are a dead person. If I stamp on your feet with a knife, you'll go, ouch, it hurts. Because you know your body is functioning. If it is completely dull, if the body is, is not working, there's no, it's not functioning. It's, how do you say, it's a, a numb, no numb. Then, in, then there's no feeling in there. So life means there is something, there is movement in it, there is movement. So why do thousands and thousands of people, they flock to the temple to see the deity? They didn't say, thank you for coming to see me. They didn't tell you. The deity didn't say, oh, jump from the altar, and he says, oh, thanks for coming to see me all the way here. And bring a garland for me, go cooking for me. Because the Lord is there. Krishna is there in that form. He speaks through his devotees. So if you are Krishna's devotee and he didn't bother to thank, then you know Krishna didn't like it maybe. That's my way of saying it. You go to people's home and do a program they invite the Vaishnava, they cook for you. There's a lot of work goes in there. You call, call the devotees to a Grihastha's house and you cook for them and offer the food, they do kirtan, you do a pravachan, a talk. 
and then you give them a, a Lakshmi donation. It's all very pleasing. There's a lot of uh, effort goes in that. And then at the end of the program, they all tell you, oh, it was so good. This nice Kirtan Prabhu, nice Prashadam, good talk. There's always a feedback. So how do we know that we offer the food to Krishna he accepted? Because it is says here, right in this verse, Krishna has a form. Just like you have a form. You are touching it, you are seeing it, you are feeling it, you are enjoying it. You have a leg, thigh, hands, nose, ears, head, eyes, mouth. Because Krishna has created us. If the creator does if we have it, how come the creator doesn't have it? Understand? Oh, I, 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 I can't see him. I, I'm not able to talk to him. He didn't jump out of the wall. He is omnipotent. He's everywhere. He's in the wall like Nishingadev came out of the wall because Pallad Maharaj says he's everywhere. Hey, he's everywhere. Prabhupada gives the example of a dead person cannot swim. It doesn't float. Like if you're alive, the soul's there, you swim. Right? It's, you can swim. You can sit in the class. Listen to what I'm saying. If you're dead, it's, the soul's not there anymore. But what makes the body move is because of the soul, the presence of the soul. Because the soul is full of consciousness, is alive. That's what movement means. Movement comes from the activity, comes because there's the presence of the soul. Soul is full of life. Sometimes people say, explain what is soul. Bhagavad Gita says, it says. Some people say soul is this, soul is that. But we know soul is something that is full of life. That's what dead person is lifeless. The soul is gone. So Krishna is the supreme soul of all soul. Paramatma. Supreme Bhagavan. The source of everything. It's very clear. And there is many, many stories where Krishna actually ate the food. He's, every day he's eating. Otherwise, I would, we wouldn't waste our time cooking for him if we didn't eat. You know, you sit down and eat for 10 minutes and you feel unwell because the food, you ate too much or else there's so many issues. But when you offer to Krishna, devotion. It's not that he is, he has to eat because he's so hungry. He's eating because he accepts your love. So everything based on affection, everything is based on bhakti, everything is based on love. People say everything is, the topmost of everything is based on love. Bhakti. So that's why Krishna says bhakti amam. It's not just a talk. Bhaktya means bhakti. That's where the word devotee comes from. Bhakta. 
A devotee is one who is in knowledge. He knows Krishna has a Sachidananda Vikraha. He, he accepted the form of the deity because he is accepting your service. He is giving us an opportunity to serve him. So it's not a formless. If he's formless, then it is explained here in the Bhagavatam. That's why it says here in this uh, verse. The Lord could see, could then see, the Lord Brahma could then see you possessing thousands and thousands of faces, feet, heads, hands, thighs, nose, ears, and eyes. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is full of the transcendental qualities. And that quality is what, the, the quality that we have is because Krishna's quality. He's full of all qualities. We may have a little bit of Krishna's quality. No one is bad. Everyone is full of quality, good qualities. Because that quality we carry from what Krishna has given us. We are his creation. We carry that little brother Krishna's quality. We're not bereft. Someone may be good at something, others may be not good at something, but they all have some characters in all of us. Just like you go to India, there's, I've just been in India, you know, there's so many things nice about India. Then when you come here, wow, Australia, there's so many, nice, so many nice things about this place. So everywhere has its good side to everything. Similarly, all individual people also full of good qualities. Why? Because Krishna is full of qualities. He, cre he created us. Lord Brahma created us. Lord Brahma is the creator of all the living entities. And Lord Brahma was created by Krishna. Krishna is the supreme creator of all living entities. Aham Sarvasya Prabhavo, all material and spiritual come from him. That's what it's called. Param, the Lord is known as Param Purusha, supreme person. We're not the supreme person. Krishna is the supreme person. Because we are the owner of one person, yourself. Krishna is the person, he is the owner of all the persons. He can expand himself in the, all the bodies as Paramatma. That's why he is known as the knower of everything. He is the supreme person, supreme purusha, Param purusha. We're, we don't call each other Hare Krishna Param purusha. Because we are not the supreme person. We only know ourselves, our own body. You may be a boss of a company, then you own all the people that work for you. But you're not sitting in the heart individually and thinking exactly what they're thinking. You pay their salary, they work for you. But doesn't mean that you're sitting in their heart. When they finish work, they go home. That's it, you don't know what they're doing. But Krishna is always there. Shruhidam Sarvabhutana, he is always an eternal companion. He's sitting in your heart. He's there everywhere. 
because he's sitting in your heart. You know, I love my mother. Right? You love your mother. But she's somewhere and you're somewhere. You're in trouble. Oh, mommy, get out here. You have no idea. But Krishna is there in your heart. He's always with you. That's why it's called Parampurusha, the Supreme Person. He's also very beautiful. So beautiful. We maybe call ourselves very handsome, very beautiful, but we are not. You live with a person, you know this person is like this, this person, that man is like that. You see their disadvantages they, according to the character. You live with someone closely, you know they are not what you expected. They are, this guy's like that, this lady's like this. It's not what I thought of you. You know, people, people they're exploring, we're always searching. But when you're Krishna, it's, uh, he is perfect. He's perfect in every way. There's no imperfections in Krishna because Krishna is the supreme perfection. Om Purnamadaha Purnam Idam. Purnam means complete in every way. You may be, you may be perfect in one thing, but not all of the things. You may be handsome, but you have some other defects. We're not perfect in every way. Krishna is known as Bhagavan, one who is full of opulent. Prabhupada is to always say, God, he is the, he is the owner of the whole universe, full of wealth. We can say that. We are not the owner of the whole world, Jagatnath. We are the owner of one house, two house, or something, but that's all. So, Bhagavan means one who is full of opulent, one who is most beautiful, one who is full of strength. We are not full of strong. Our strength diminishes as we get older. You see, when you turn 50, 60, you're not omnipotent. Superman, as much as you like to think, they only make a movie, but the guy who made the Superman, he died himself from an accident. Krishna is real Superman. Hero. Oh, my hero. Hanuman is a real hero. He lived to the hill, a big hill, like that, and he's flying. Krishna lived to Govardhan Hill. This is uh, going to be a, a festival next month. He lived to Govardhan Hill. He is strong. He doesn't have a big muscle walking around, a big muscle around. But he's always beautiful. Beautiful. He didn't have to worry about, oh, I should eat like that because I, I want to lose weight. I want to, I want, I want to look slim. <laughs> he's not worried about those things because he is, he is, he is not thin or fat. The soul is eternal. So he is supremely strong. He doesn't do any exercise, yoga exercise, or power yoga to be healthy and to be uh, like too strong. Krishna is most beautiful. Uh, he, his beauty doesn't diminish in any way.
because he's not affected by the age. He's never you one of them. When he's 16, when he's a thousand year old, he still looks like a 16 year old boy. When we turn 50, everything starts to fall apart. People don't give you the double look anymore. So, you have to, the real wealth of a devotee is his knowledge. When you can be in the knowledge, that's what it says here, knowledge. Ganavan, one is full of knowledge, he knows. He's not affected by these, these uh, uh, glaring um, material uh, world, because he knows this is all Krishna's product. This is all a creation of Krishna. He sees the connection with Krishna. He is not bewildered in any way because he knows his, everything that we have, he knows this is Krishna's mercy. This is Krishna's creation. He gives all the result to Krishna. Like Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada is the owner of Iskon. So big! And it's getting bigger. We had a hundred temples when, when Prabhupada was here, and probably even less. Now we have hundreds of temples all over the world. Hundreds. Every corner there's this con center. Even if you sell this Melbourne temple, you'll get 10 million. So much money. And Prabhupada established this Harakish movement in the big cities, very costly. I wo we worship Radha Balava here. Very expensive, costly. We're offering every day. You go to an Indian restaurant, cup of sabji will cost you 20 bucks. We are giving to people for free. This is wealth. Krishna's wealth. We're not attached to it. We're giving it away to, to the public as the mercy of Krishna. This is Radha Balava's mercy. How lucky we are that we are able to cook for Krishna, that we are able to render service to Krishna. Whatever we do, salpa may be just a dharmasya, a little bit of service. Whatever you do for Krishna, just sweep the, the, the floor of the temple a little bit. Touch the feet of Prabhupada. Drink a little bit of charamita. That's service. That's the, your appreciation of love for, for Krishna. Just sit in the temple for five minutes, paying obeisances. That's what Krishna is, manmana bhava mad bhakta. Coming to the temple, pay obeisances. Why do you have to pay obeisances? You talk to a, a person who, who is a non-believer, you pay obeisances to them, they'll think you're crazy. They do handshaking. That's all. You don't have obeisances to them. When a, a, a Guru Maharaj comes to the airport, even I was in India, people came to meet me at the airport. They were paying obeisances. And people looking around, and said, what is this? In India, they know it's sadhu. But if you pay obeisance to someone at the airport, they think you're a nut, a total nut. It's a dirty floor, and you're putting your head down. They don't have the concept, the concept. They don't have the understanding, the transcendental nature of the spiritual realm. They only see the material, uh, they associate with the material world. 
So they only see material things. And Prabhupada used to come. And they, they, they had a huge kirtan at the airport. Everyone, that, and people at the airport that worked there, they hated it. Because there's so much flour on the ground, they have to clean afterward. And they said, how are you doing kirtan for this old man? Singing, you know, do it for me. You know, they're jealous. They're jealous of Prabhupada. So when Prabhupada came, how he can do all this, keep big, big kirtan, paying obeisances? But we pay obeisances because just that one bit of smile that Prabhupada gave towards an individual, that smile it's, is what melts the heart of all the people. It's so beautiful. Prabhupada said thank you and smiled at you. That's a lifetime of inspiration. Because he was so, so nicely accepted your service. He just looked at you. Ah, Hare Krishna, thank you. And Prabhupada went for a morning walk. And he said, thank you, good morning. They got Prabhupada's blessing. So there's receptivity. So when you, Krishna has a form, he is accepting our service. You know, we, this, we make these milk sweets. You came in, you reminded me. You know, some of the people come from way, way far away to get this uh, burfi, the brown sweets. They're mad after it. Every time I think of <coughs> Melbourne Temple, I think of the brown sweets. No, you have to think of Krishna also, not just the sweets. Krishna is the most sweet person. You can get the same brown sweet in India from a dokan, from a shop. It's not the same because Krishna's tasted it. It, it takes five hours to make that one piece of milk sweet, burfi. It's very tiring. He's sweating, oh, you have to stir it. You get a sore arm. Because you know that this is doing it for Krishna. Krishna accepting it. That love, that is the definition of love. Why well, work so hard to, to cook for someone who doesn't give you thank you? He's just sitting on the altar, dull. I'm just a doll there? No. He's accepting it. We don't have a beautiful temple with no deity. You won't have the same feeling coming in here. What makes a place beautiful is because Krishna is there. It's because Krishna's devotee is there. I've been to, I was, when, I was, when I was traveling in Europe, I went to some of these huge churches, beautiful church. Huge so decoration and stuff. But I didn't feel the same feeling that I have here in this temple. Because there's life here. Because Krishna is here. Where is this Krishna, this glorification of Krishna, the singing going on? That's how we know Krishna is accepting a service. That's how we know there's Krishna is here. There's not a lifeless place. But I didn't feel the same way when I went to those huge churches. And I didn't have the same feeling. This huge temple in Mayapur, full of activity. Full. Prabhupada, when Prabhupada was coming from uh, uh, Calcutta to Mayapur, and uh, he, he, had to, he had to pass through uh, Janma, Janma Stan, 
birthplace of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Yogopit. And Prabhupada said, this is Janmasthan. He paid businesses a quick one. And then kept driving. And, and, but, and when he reached Mayapur, he said, and this is Karmasthan, the place of work for Krishna. Full of life. We just, we just, just talk about Krishna's activity, Janmasthan, birthplace. But what makes it blissful is when there is full of work, devotional service, activity. That what makes it more blissful. That what makes it blissful and, and full of life. Dynamic. What are you going to have a huge temple? Everyone's talking about big temple. You can have a, a small temple. Krishna is still there. Krishna in the heart of an elephant. He's also in the heart of an ant. Krishna is everywhere. But sometimes he increases our anxiety for him. So Krishna, <coughs> the idea is that we to increase our love, our devotion for Krishna, love for Krishna. Love of our life is meant for Krishna only. It's not love of your life, it's for a girl or a boy or, or a world or work or anything like that. Love of our, of our life is meant for Bhagwan, for Krishna. No one can love you like Krishna loves us. No one. Because he's sitting in our heart. Suruhidam Sarvabhusanam. Why did he say I'm the friend of all living entities? Because he is, in reality, he is our best friend. Because he's sitting in our heart. Like I said, it, say, it says here, right here in the purport, he said, Param Purusha. Because why is the Purusha? He's the supreme person because he's sitting in the heart of all the living entities. He never leaves us in any moment, not one moment. We are going in and out of the temple. Going here, going there. Krishna is always in our heart, just as he is here in the temple. You never come in here any day that you see that Radhabal was not here. Where is he? Oh, he's gone to the beach. Down the road, having a, a, a walk on the beach. <laughs> he is. He's having a walk on the beach. He, and at the same time, he's here. Because he's Parampurusha. He can be both places at the same time. But never we found that Lord Jagannath and Jagannath Puri, and that, that the people came from all over the India to see the deity of Lord Jagannath, and Jagannath is not there anymore. He's always there for people. That's what a friend is. Friend indeed. Like they say in English, friend indeed. He's always friend because he's always waiting for us in the temple. He's always sitting in our heart. He is not formless. Don't think he worked so hard. Krishna didn't come in the kitchen and say, Oh, thank you, Prabhu, for cooking this for me. He put the flute down and said, Oh, give you a pad on the side. It's not every time you see he's playing the flute. He must be getting tired arm. He's always in the flute. No. He doesn't get tired. He can play flute eternally. Flute is a person. He loves Krishna to touch his lips on the flute. Bamsi Vadan. Everything is a person in this spiritual world. 
Oke, koi. Office. Oke. So, um, this is all very. Uh, if you talk like this to a, a person who doesn't believe, they think these these people are having they're mad. They they're wasting their time talking like this in the in the in the temple room. Some sometimes people don't want to know philosophy, but they're happy with pushadam. So somebody doesn't want to know philosophy, give them pushadam. There's a way you can preach Krishna consciousness. I mean, I, I know a lot of people. They come to the, our temple here. They they they, they 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 didn't walk in the temple at all. They, even though there's all this writing outside, this way is the temple, the direction. They just go straight out for prasadam. That's fine, because they appreciate prasadam. Instead of going to McDonald or somewhere like that, they go to the temple. They go up to prasadam. They appreciate. It's good, also. Then they want to know a little bit more. Oh, who cooked it? Oh, you offer to God. Oh, I want to see God. Gradually, uh, it starts just by taking pusharam. One's heart is melted, becomes soft. So there's love in the food. It's not that Krishna didn't eat it. He did. That's why there's this flavor in there. We make the same food in the Indian restaurant. Why? Because this food is not the same. Krishna's tasted it. There is there is there is that special unique flavor in that. You know, Maharaji makes the this milk sweet burfi. They have it in India also, same burfi. Pera, I used to love it in Vrindavan. Pera, you know, my favorite sweet. But this is even better than pera. What makes it different? Because it's been offered to Krishna. You can see. When you eat it, wow, just like, phew, it feels so good. You don't have to eat so much, just a little bit of it. That's how you know that Krishna is accepting your service. So that's why when you say to the devotee, oh, thank you, there's a way of appreciating. We need to say that, but to encourage each other. Thank you for, for doing this. We're not the owner of anything. We don't come in here and say, oh, I'm the owner. We walk in here like we are, I own the whole place. Krishna's the owner. Come on, bow down to me now. <laughs> bow down, mister. You know that song. <laughs> Krishna is the worthy of all respect. He is Bhagavan. Why people respect us? Because we're serving Krishna. If you didn't serve Krishna, you're just like anybody else in the street. Our glory is because it's Krishna's glory. That's why Krishna says, those who worship me, they're not my devotee. Those who worship my devotee, they're my devotee. So you have to have respect the devotees. You have to listen to the devotees. You have to worship the devotees. So now, Rupa Goswami said, one who is initiated, you have to embrace them, pay obeisance to them. He gives the description of different types of respect to a different type of devotee accordingly. Why? Because they're connected to Krishna. Our advancement, how we serve Krishna. If in that person, that Maharaj, or anyone, they remind me of Krishna. 
That's how we know that they are good devotees of Krishna. Not that we are asking for respect. So here, the description of the Supreme Person of God is that He is full of all qualities. He is the supreme form of all the form. We have a form, but this form is a material body. But nonetheless, this material body is actually Krishna's material energy. Is his creation, material world is Krishna creation. It's like a prison house. You don't want to go to prison. But still, there's guards there, they have to cook for those prisoners, they have, uh, you know, uh, the lights, uh, energy, you know, this is all provided by the government. It's in the same country. This belongs to the, the, the country, the prison house belongs to that country. Similarly, uh, in this material world, it's, it's Krishna's creation, it's Krishna's. But we don't want to be in this material world. Yet at the same time, this material world is Krishna's creation. It's his, 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 it's his material energy, not our energy. He can be the owner of so much. But at the end, you're not the owner of anything, because when you die, it's all going to be here. You want me to take one hair on your head. They oh, I'm this, oh, I'm that, oh. Fine. For the time being. But when you get old, our body's falling apart. We have to run to the doctor. And it's like older people, like a lot of older people, every day, only they go to two places. They go to the pub, and they go to the doctor, hospital, or a chemist. That's all. Even in front of a TV. Devotees don't get old. We get old, but we don't have, we are not, I mean, we, we are always here in the temple. We are dancing and singing. We're not thinking, oh, I'm old, I'm old, oh, what's going to happen? That's what makes the world more old, when you're full of anxiety. When you think, Krishna, you are so kind, that you've given me so much energy, it's your energy. Thank you, Krishna, for allowing me to serve you. I love you, Krishna. I want to be with you, Krishna. Then Krishna gives you more energy, empowers us. That's what Guru Shakti means. The blessing of a Guru. That Krishna empowers us. How can you sit in one place for five hours in the kitchen and working, cooking? In my age, this Krishna's energy. I never in a doubt, never even a doubt for a moment that I'm the doer. I know it's Krishna's doer. His mercy on us. That we can do a little bit of service for him. If Krishna didn't exist, he was formless, I would have no intention to do all this work. I'd rather work in a factory, make money and live a good life. All of us. Why do we work so hard and do all this temple, open a big temple? What for? <coughs> He's not doing anything for us. <coughs> He's just sitting on the altar. No! By His mercy, we're able to move our hand. Bhumi Rabonalavayu, Krishna says, He is the source of all the energy. Bala Balatalam, Krishna says, He is the ability in man. By His mercy. It's not that he's formless. We have a form, but we are inactive. 
we don't have knowledge. What activates us, what makes us in, in good condition, in good well, in good health, is when you can have spiritual knowledge. Otherwise, it's explained like we are a dead person walking. Without knowledge, it's not material knowledge. If people have material knowledge. What is material knowledge? Eating, sleeping, mating, defending. And animals also doing it. Their knowledge is based on animal knowledge. That's all. Economy. Well, I'm a PhD. Well, you're talking nonsense all the time. Not about devotional service. Oh, I'm a um, professor. We have a couple of professors in this temple. But they're doing puja. They're professor, but they're puja, doing puja. So you can balance this. <clears throat> We're not simply working, working, and dying. We are doing devotional service. I haven't heard any devotees dying in the kitchen or falling dead in the temple. <sighs> I worked so hard all my life. My mother, my mother joined ISKCON when I was six years old. She was a young lady. She was only 20, 21. She had me when I was, uh, she was very young those days. And she never had a husband because the guy didn't join ISKCON. We, me and my mother joined ISKCON because we love Krishna. They said, you want to you go to your dad or you want to be with your mother? I said, my mother, because she wanted to join ISKCON. That's how I ended up in a Hare Krishna temple. And she worked, 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 worked. So hard work. Those days, they didn't have any Indian ladies. She was doing all the cooking for Radha Madhava. Till 19, from the 72, to all the way to 1970, no, no, 80, to 1990. Because they didn't have any cooks. Then, of course, now we have Brahmacharya's expansion, so many cooks. She worked so hard. So then she was in the Gada building, big cooking. And she was really old. She was in a, so they gave her a room on top of the Gada building because she said, I, I can't be separated from the kitchen. I need to be near the kitchen. So they gave her a room on top of the Gada building because downstairs is the kitchen. And so I went to see her. So I stayed with her 10 days. Tiny room. And uh, so she, she would go down to the kitchen. It took her, it took her at least about 20 minutes to go down the uh, one step, one, one floor down. Because it's uh, old. And then she, she couldn't cook, she was sitting there. Looking at the vegetables, the knife. And she was just sitting there. And she felt happy just looking at the knife, just looking at the vegetables. Because that's what she did. So see, the feelings, you have to have that kind of understanding that you're doing it for Krishna. And Prabhupada actually told her, Prabhupada told her, when you go back to Godhead, you'll be cooking for Krishna. Prabhupada told her right in her face. So we're not any exception. We're the same. We're working here for Krishna. So you have that, that kind of attitude, that kind of mentality, when you do things for Krishna. Krishna's accepting a service. How can you say Krishna doesn't have a form? We're not going to waste our time 
five hours making a burphy for someone who uh, doesn't have a form. That's what Prabhupada explains here. Parampurusha. Even me, I'm not here a devotee for last 40, 48, 40, 48, 50 years for, for doing nothing. If I sit down here in a temple and pick up my beads and chant, it just feels good. I don't know. Sometimes you say, oh, did you dream of Krishna? Did you, like, how do you feel? I feel normal. I'm not, like, far out. I feel the same as everybody else. You can't stand somebody's name, chant, on a bead. Like, what's your name? Hamalata, yeah? I, I can't have my bead, Hamalata, Hamalata, have for 50 years. I'll, I'll be sick of it. Unless your name is Krishna. So when you chant Hare Krishna, there is a unique, uniqueness in that. You get energy from it. You get Shakti. Adhyatma Shakti, spiritual energy. Otherwise, how could he do it for 50 years, sit in the temple room for, for two hours and chant a job out? Because Krishna is there in the name. Krishna is in the name. I was just in, I was just in Fiji and uh, <coughs> I was doing a kirtan. You know, and, you know, and then they were all sitting there, bhajan. I, I, I said, so I started off a short kirtan, a soft uh, sitting down kirtan, and then it started to get really riled up a bit. So they got up, uh, and then I was sitting in a chair, there, everybody's around me. And then the chair started to move <laughs> because I was getting too riled up. And I was jumping, pretty soon I was jumping in the air. They said, like, wow, this guy, you know, like. So I'm thinking, <clears throat> this is his mercy, this is his energy. When you think, oh, I'm so old, I'm this, I'm that, you can be affected by it. Sometimes it's all in the mind. So we have to wake up to Krishna's mercy. You have to always see Krishna, thank you. Then Krishna will give you mercy. But if you think, oh God, he's not there, he's formless, he's, how can he, maybe he didn't accept my service, oh this, that, even on a mental level. That's why Prabhupada said, Bhagavad Gita, as it is. As it is, Krishna is there, as it is. Krishna is there in the name. So, <coughs> the word Maya Mayam means spiritual knowledge. This is explained by Madhvacharya. Maya Mayam Gana Sarupam. The word Maya Mayam describing the Lord's form should not be taken to mean illusion. Rather, the Lord's form is, act, is factual, and seeing this form is the result of a perfect knowledge. That is perfect knowledge. Perfect knowledge doesn't mean you make heaps of money, you sit on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody gives a damn. You're rich. But people will pay obeisance to you because you are a Vaishnava. When you don't have much, you're Krishna's devotee. You're a Brahmana. You're a sannyasi. Respect is given according to how spiritual you are, how much of a devotee you are. 
We don't pay obeisance if somebody comes in here. Oh, it's a millionaire. Oh, everybody, uh, you know, get down on the floor. No. The, the respect is those, the quality of a brahmana is, is in his austerity, is in his knowledge, spiritual knowledge. That's why Prabhupada says here, maya mayam, spiritual knowledge. Material knowledge is nothing. Material knowledge is going to save us at the time of death. Oh, wait a minute, oh, let me take out the uh, book here. No. At the time of death, death can come anytime. Death can come anytime. So, no, no, I, I, I'm not 90 yet, I'm not 100 yet. Anytime we can cope with death. Pom gone. Are you chanting Hare Krishna? Oh, hang on, uh, I gotta look up on the book. What we study has to be realized knowledge. It has to sink in our heart. It has to be in our mind. The rules of all regulation and principles is we can remember Krishna. How much I remember Krishna? Are you remembering Krishna? We can work, 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 work. <coughs> it can sometimes become mechanical without thinking of Krishna. That's how it works. Any questions? I didn't know that I was supposed to go to class till yesterday. Oh. Anybody has a question? I won't stop till I have a question. <laughs> now that when your Guru Maharaj comes, you throw a question. Somebody like me give a class, I don't get any questions. I, I won't accept that. <laughs> yes. Um, Hare Krishna Prabhu. Radhika. Um, Thank you. When, I guess when we're trying, when we're in the process of surrendering, um, how do we, I guess, how can we better surrender um, and understand Krishna's reciprocation? Hmm. It's the same thing as when we offer to Krishna food. How do we know we actually ate it? How do we know we actually ate it or not? People, people always ask me that. We, we, we're doing all this work cooking and uh, so much effort goes in. How do you actually, we know that actually ate it? So this is why um, even in the, in the mundane world, there's always some kind of reciprocation. Like if you had the, oh, thanks for the work you did, thank you, it's a good job, it is well. There's always a, a feedback. But we didn't get that from Krishna, but that's why he's explaining that surrender means we're not looking for feedback. Oh, Prabhu, oh, Manaji, oh, that was good. Sometimes we're not going to get that from, sometimes some devotees, we can be habit of thanking. Some people don't give them the habit of thanking. They just uh, thank, like, thank themselves. They're not thanking. But Krishna is always there to thank us. We, have to, we should have to learn to understand that more clearly, that we, are, we may not get reciprocation just much, as much as we like to. But Krishna is there always in our heart to reciprocate with us. So sometimes we have to see in that way. 
that Krishna is speak to us from within. You know, like nobody loves you, and nobody says sorry to you, or hello to you, or haribol to you. Don't be despondent. Don't be discouraged. Krishna is in our heart. But some of us, we want that, oh Prabhu, you didn't even look at me. Oh Prabhu, you know, like, we have to also understand that, that it encourages the devotee by saying Haribol or something simple. But we can rely on that. Sometimes we might not get that. It depends on our education. But higher education, like you said, surrender. When we surrender to Krishna, we're not looking for glory. We're not looking for a respect. When you go to Mayapur, even if you're a big guy, very famous, like me, and like everybody, all new people, they don't even know I grew up there. So, like, similarly, don't be despondent because Krishna is in our, He knows us how much you did, what you do in your life. You can throw dust on Krishna, how surrendered you are. But when you look at us, we didn't get respect like as we want. So we should not be discouraged because Krishna is there. He, is, he knows everything. He is always there for us. I always know. I mean, I'm, I'm, you're not talking to a new guy. I've been a devotee now almost 50 years and I know like when I do something consciously, a cooking or some, you can, when you talk to a devotee or anyone, they know how genuine you are. Through your expression, through your, uh, um, your, your body language. When you, they can tell you're angry or you're happy. That's how it makes us we human beings. Even animals, they can understand. When you live with animals, they can they understand, they trust you, then you're going to hurt them. So what about God? He knows everything. He's sitting in the heart. He says, I know everything, past and present. He says, at the time of death, you, when you take a new body, you forget in your past life. But Krishna knows everything because he's, he doesn't die. He's spiritual. He, he remembers past and present. So it's all in our consciousness. But you go in here, you come in here like you're the owner of the place. Oh. And nobody gives him a look damn about you. And you get very upset. But if you're looking for that glory, you may not get that. And then you go away. That's going to be, that's material world. We're not going to get glory. Even go back to Godhead also. Krishna is the boss. He's Bhagavan. If you have a trouble, then you better not go there. <laughs> Of course, you have to, <laughs> we have to serve Krishna here in humility. Stick in your mouth. Pay obeisances, stick in your mouth. When everybody's looking, everybody's glorifying, then you want to serve Krishna. No. A Prabhupada gave a class here in Melbourne, I've heard, and nobody turned up. Prabhupada spoke like he was speaking to thousands of people. He said, no, demigods are here. There are so many people, but there's hardly anyone. So we have to have that kind of feeling. That's what surrender. We're not surrendering because uh, we have some sentiment. We surrender because of our knowledge. 
So knowledge means when you know that God is he's the supreme provider. He is the proprietor, the supreme omnipotent. He is in the heart of all the living. He is my best friend. And I have so many friends. Two of my best friends, the Aussie boys, when I first came here, both died from drugs. They said, oh, that kind of a friend? No, they leave, it's gone, and they, they fall down. This happens. But I didn't see, I stayed here because I know I'm here for Prabhupada. I'm here for Krishna. So we have to feel that way. We have to always feel uh, that um, no matter what, I want to serve Krishna. People are going to come and hate you, like you, this, so many things. There's a material world. If you don't rely on that things. Oh, he said these things to me. Oh, she said that to me. I don't want to go to the temple anymore. <laughs> that's, that's your mind. You know. You know, Krishna, he has more enemies than we can think ourselves. You know how many people don't love God? The atheist. Oh, Krishna, like, oh my God. So many people don't like me anymore. You know? <laughs> he put the flute down and, oh God. <laughs> go back to the, go to the room. No, Krishna is still here. Oh, Krishna, you know, he said this to me. You know, this whole material world, they don't love God. They're atheists. And somebody says something to us, we feel, oh my God, I have to revenge. <laughs> God himself. But he's still tolerant. He's still accepting. He's sitting, he's there playing flute. When he's going to come to me, serve me. He didn't take off from the altar. You know what I mean? TK? Anybody else? Okay. Sometimes good, yes. Give him the microphone. things, at least from my own experience, I know that this comes from humility, actually. Someone who is not genuine humility, not like oh, you will be humble so they can, people can praise you. Humility that you know that your position, we are so tiny. You know, we, we, are, we, are, we are so meager. Like when you light a flashlight, when the sun's up, it's nothing. In the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the presence of the sun, flashlight is nothing. So, when we see in the association of the devotees, the greatness of the devotee, the character, the wonderful qualities of Prabhupada, Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasati Thakur, Haridas Thakur, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, God himself, so much quality. We, we are tiny. Our qualities, 
It doesn't even match the qualities of Prabhupada and Bhakti Siddhanta, Gorkhi Siddhanta Babaji, Bhakti Vinod Thakur. We're just tiny. We're just trying to struggle to control our mind and senses every day. So when you can learn to be humble, humility comes from knowledge, like and, and through uh, Sadhu Sangha, Vaishnavas, they know that these guys, this Prabhu, this, there, I'm so tiny. And also, devotee, when we can relate to these things through knowledge, we know the position of God is so great, omnipotent. Then everything anyone does, even a little bit, it's good to be thankful. You know, like, there's a devotee, he said, um, what did you do for Prabhupada? He said, oh, nothing. He said, like, 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 not even a little bit, something? I'm like, we're doing service, but directly to Prabhupada, when Prabhupada was here. He said, oh, once uh, I opened a door for him. Uh, what kind of service is that? He opened a door, and people open a door all the time for me. But when he opened a door for Prabhupada, and Prabhupada was walking through, and he said, Prabhupada just looked at him, and he said, he just smiled at him. That's all he did. And he said, even till today, Years ago, like 50 years later, he said, that smile of Prabhupada is still in my heart. That's become a, a lifetime inspiration. That's why I'm still here today doing service, because Prabhupada smiled at me. You know what I mean? So what is it difficult to say thanks to someone? We are so great. You can't even say thank you to some devotee for doing their service. We are meant to glorify. Tomorrow is Devon Tomorrow's Vyasa Puja. Why are you glorifying? Because we give our credit to him. It's to glorify a sadhu, glorify a Vaishnava, not just guru, anyone. Anyone doing any service. That's what Krishna says. Salpa my pesadharamasya. He didn't put anyone down. Equilibrium. He sees everyone. That even they did a little bit of service. Salpyam. I protect them. You have to be thankful like that. God himself very thankful. He blesses them. Why is Radharani has a hand like this? He's blessing us. He said, nah, no way. I'm not blessing them. They didn't do enough for me. They didn't have any salt in the, ra- in the dal. I'm not going to have it. No, Krishna is accepting still. Krishna tells Sanatana Goswami, he forgot to, he didn't put salt. Sanatana Goswami said, you want salt, next time you want a uh, golden plate, I, I give you what I have. But, see, except Krishna is a leela with his devotee. He didn't put his hand, I'm not going to have it today. No, still Radharani has like that, his blessing. He's very thankful. The God, he's, you know, how many people, they don't like God, but still he's waiting for us to come to see him. If somebody says something to us, we stop coming to the temple. We want to, but Krishna is very, very thankful. So it's good to always be thankful to the devotee for what they do, even a little bit. Never think, oh, I'm better than you. I, I never think, I'm a devotee, I'm probably the like, oldest devotee in this temple. It's still young, but I never even crosses my mind that I'm better than you. I see Radhika, or Himalata, or Dija, or this Prabhu, all of you, I think you're better than me. I always think. I, I'm not just saying the boost, but I'm just, I know that every one of us has some character that 
more than better than me. That's what I was saying. Krishna is the supreme form of all the form, and he's full of all the characters. We have any character, any good quality, because that's, we're created by him. So all of us, we can say I'm better than you, you're better than me. We all have our uniqueness in, 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 a, in a way that can attract Krishna. We can utilize that, our, our personal, unique character that we were born with to serve Krishna. But we can't say I'm better than you. Even Prabhupada, when he's, pre when he's to preach, he never said, we are better than your religion. He never said that. That will create conflict. He said, you can try. And Krishna himself said. He spoke so much in the Bhagavad Gita. And at the end he said, it's up to you. You can surrender or not. But he explained who he is. But he never forced people. So the idea is that we can serve Krishna through knowledge. Knowledge is not a book knowledge. You just know it. But you have to practice it. Through practice, you will, realization will come. And then from realization, we will know, okay, this is how it should be. You know what I mean? A lot of people there, they know Bhagavad Gita. They're professors in the university. They're teaching qualities of Krishna. You know, symptoms of love of God. And at the end of the class, they go out and have a, they light a cigarette. There's no realization at all. So, Realization comes through our practices, through humility, through understanding, association of devotees, reading scriptures, like you are doing. Then you will be thankful. It's not that I uh, thank you today and not thank you tomorrow. Uh, today I'm humble, tomorrow I'm not. That is superficial. We have to understand. That's why Prabhupada, time and time, he said, study my books. Associate devotees. Okay? I spoke for an hour, <laughs> blah, 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 more than an hour, actually. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Shala Prabhupada ki jai. Dark.
Thank you. 